0: I'm Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh, and I listen to the Eric Zane
1: Show podcast because he's an idiot, swears like a trucker, loves puppy dogs, and gave away a kidney. Now here he is, Eric Zane! Welcome in, thank you for being here. Damn it, I should clear my throat before I start the show. Welcome in to another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Thank you, Josh. Right away, he writes down what I was going to talk about. You don't even, you barely know who Charity Scam Mike's brother is. I've only mentioned him once. Jason. How fantastic is it that you wake up, I start my show, and you immediately ask about him? He's the guy who's uh, morbidly obese. He'll be the first one to tell you, oh my God, here comes Daisy opening the door, by the way. Hi, honey. Love you too. Uh, Morbidly obese. Between five and six hundred pounds, he's about five foot one, five foot two. Imagine that. He's like, I need lap band surgery. Oh my god, or some type uh, of—I don't know. There's several different options, but he's apparently in line to get that. But he's got this tumor in his throat. He's—he's messed up like a cheap watch. Falls the other day over at charity scam Mike's house, suffers a bad injury, internal bleeding, uh, bleeding. And, uh, yesterday the surgery was a success. They were able to go in there and uh, boy, what a, what a handful that is. Uh, he is okay though. So that is, that is great, great news. Oh my God. Just a, I, uh, you, you take for granted things like, you know, mobility. Holy shit. I hope he's on the man. He's way too young to have all these types of health problems for God's sake. Turn it around, my friend. Uh, I am in exceptionally. I am in an exceptionally good mood, as I normally am. Uh, I can't remember the last time that I was in a bad mood. Thank you very much for being here. All right, um, boy. I wrote down a note, and I cannot remember what the hell. Wh- I can't even read my writing. Sarah Rook-Ruck Roosh was part of the intro there. Yesterday, it was Eric, Diana, and Sarah Rook Rook Roosh, and her dog, Monster. This dog is just spectacular. I love the dog. We all went for a walk in this little, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, bike path area. It's, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Come to find out, she's actually, like, an ambassador for this park. She walks around it with, like, a badge. And if anybody doesn't pick up their dog shit, she screams at him. I mean seriously, this she is perfect for this job. So I had no idea that I was uh walking around with like some uh, uh like a conservation officer for the freaking uh, dog park nature trail area. Uh Megan says, uh what the fuck? Why wasn't I invited? Hey, I did not arrange this. I was just told I'm going. But obviously you must be involved in this. Uh so let the record show Megan wants to join the walk group. Sarah. So all right. I I think I think there is another scheduled walk today. I will not be there for it. Patriot Nick refers to Sarah as the conservation Karen. Oh, I don't know if you want to do that. I got to say, it was difficult keeping up with these two. Uh, Also considering that Diana was being propelled by fart. All right, you see, now they're all coming out. Shelly's like, wait a minute, what walk group? Well, I don't know if it's a walk group, but I did go on a walk yesterday with uh, two Zaniac women. Uh, one Sarah, one my wife. So apparently now this is a, a thing. Women love to go on walks together and uh, talk shit and gossip. So I want to be in on that. The ladies walk group. So I'm kind of like just uh, along for the ride yesterday as these two di- did their thing. And uh, uh, Monster the dog is leading the way. Um, as we're approaching this suspension bridge over this, like gorge that you go over, it's just awesome. It's beautiful. Trees are changing colors. You know, it's just awesome. Some guy comes riding up on a bike behind us and there's a sign right at the bridge. It says, do not ride bikes across the bridge. You must walk the bike across the bridge. And this scumbag rides right across it. And he has no idea that he is doing this in front of a Park Karen. That would be Sarah. I think he got off uh, easy because she only muttered something. She probably could have taken him down if she wanted to. Michael Ball writes, er, uh, writes, Eric will be doing a really long walk. On October 17th, downtown, continuing to talk his shit. Uh, Brian says, were you at Hager Park? No, no, no. We were at that park where there's, I don't know, there's some like dog park. That's it. Grand Ravines. There you go. Uh, reach out to Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh. If you want to join the uh, uh, bike or the walk extravaganza. So, all right. That was a good uh, It was a good time to be sure. Off we go. I've got uh, good news about Jason, so that's awesome. So that means Charity Scam Mike will be going up north. I am now traveling alone, apparently. Uh, Queen of the Forest, uh, she backs out, probably so that uh, she can hang out with sick fuck teen. And that means that the NFK, he backs out. So I'm alone going up north. I'm going up today after I get all my chores done here. I'm going up a uh, long weekend. You're on your own for tomorrow. I apologize, but this is kind of like the last hurrah, I think. This show, as you know, happens each and every weekday, uh, unless I'm taking a day off. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, thank you to Baldwin Ace Hardware, a uh, bastion of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. You're uh, checking it out live on uh, Twitter. And YouTube right now. Twitter is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Please follow me. Uh, YouTube. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification so that you know when I go live. It's brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank the Tank Fuss. Thank you so much. Facebook is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. My 30 day suspension from Facebook expires on the 12th. More on the Facebook thing. As yesterday, and you've already forgotten who this person was because the news cycle has moved on and no one gives a shit. Uh, some lady, the lady, Made the rounds, she did the 60 minute thing, we all groaned, okay, great, you're a whistleblower, Facebook's mean, Facebook is not mean, Uh, Facebook is a place where you go to, uh, you know, uh, get shit off your chest, Uh, maybe roar and yell at a few people and then you get in trouble, maybe you, uh, if you're like Dirk, you post some, your usual brand of misinformation and they put a stamp on it that says none of this is true basically if Dirk even writes hi everybody I love you they're so used to him doing this they just write whatever he puts on there as misinformation so you know that's it uh I being a recipient of five Facebook bans I think they're doing an amazing job at stopping all of the uh, nonsense that's out there I deserved every one of those suspensions that I got all right uh don't uh, believe the hype When this crazy lady is uh, making a name for herself saying that, oh, Facebook is mean to people. Facebook's not mean to people. The people that are on Facebook are mean to people. Okay? If you don't want to be exposed to meanness, get off of it. Walk away. My God. Bleeding Heart Brian... Why we rarely see eye to eye on anything. He's the dumb shit. Who's, uh, did, you know, started this whole free Britney thing. The actual free Britney campaign started with this guy. Ugh. Ugh. He writes, we agree on Facebook, Eric Zane. I no, I no longer use Facebook because of its toxic nature. I agree with you there. It's, it's, piss poor people are assholes and i wrote exactly he says it's not it's users that make it what it is not the company and i wrote correct we're adults here you can't just shoot the messenger they're just put it's a it's a forum where people are you're, you're supposed to put pictures of your grandkids up And pictures of the food that you're eating. And bragging about your workout. It's not Facebook's fault that everybody's turned into a major asshole. My God. Speaking of uh, uh, platforms. uh, Eric Zane has a, a Twitch welcome package. It's called Data Breach. Oh, no. This is, um, this is terrible timing. I don't think I am, uh, in the crosshairs, but for a similar reason, some people who know shit about tech were able to, uh breach the uh, protocols for security on Twitch and uh, leak a bunch of information. Hackers have done this. All right, so uh, we've heard this term before, data breach, hackers, leaks. Uh, Twitch, as you know, is uh, owned by Amazon. Uh, The two major things Twitch has done is uh, be involved in uh, being purchased by Amazon and banging on the door of the Eric Zane Show podcast. The two big things that everybody knows it for. One of those things is a lie. Of course, a massively popular video game streaming streaming service, that's what Twitch is, they have opened up the door to shows, podcasts, if you will, audio and video. Now, in case you uh, haven't been... uh, Checking out my show recently. Um, the way this all works is uh Monday through Friday at about this same time, I go live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube for the video audio, the live stream, if you will. So everything that happens is live. And then I take that audio and I make it available on all of the podcasting platforms. People subscribe. Uh, wherever you download podcasts, and then they, that's it. That's all I do. Twitch had banged on my door years ago about making this show a thing on their platform. And I said, I don't know. I'm not ready for that. All I'm doing is talking for 20 minutes. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. Well, a lot has happened since then, and it's no big deal to sit here for two hours a day and do my thing. It, it, it was a learning curve. I reached back out after my latest Facebook suspension and I said, Look, hey, man, I'm sick and tired of being shut down on Facebook. I want to make the live stream available uh, first at uh, 8 a.m. Eastern Time every day on Twitch. Do you want to do this? Are you still interested? You came to me originally. Do you still want to do this? I go, Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So here we go. It hasn't yet begun, it's going to. I'm, in fact, have a meeting scheduled for next week with Sean and Don about all of the things I need to know about getting my show on there. I want you to go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane, Eric Zane, all one word and subscribe to my channel because when I do go live, it will suddenly be gone on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I want you to be able to go onto Twitch. So do that for me. Even right now. Um, I haven't posted anything on there. I'm not prepared for that yet. However, I was a little bit confused when the news broke yesterday That uh, Twitch was breached. Oh, no. And a a bunch of folks uh, sent along the story. A torrent of a 125-gigabyte file of data pulled from the hack is circulating on 4chan. Oh, no. The people claiming responsibility for the breach said in a 4chan post that the point of the hack was quote to foster more disruption and competition in the in the online video streaming space so a bunch of nerds said all right man we don't like that they've got so much uh, clout let's knock them down a peg i guess no, i'm not a uh i don't live stream video games or any of that shit But uh, uh, what I do is definitely or will be on that platform. So, uh, but I'm kind of like nobody knows who the fuck I am. So let's hope that uh, it isn't like a blanket thing that has disrupted everything. And now uh, your old pal Eric Zane, the uh, $2 he's earned from podcasting will now be uh, uh, stolen by some uh, online thug. Whoever is claiming the responsibility for this says Twitch, the Twitch community is a disgusting, toxic cesspool. So it's probably some 16-year-old kid with way too much brain power who's fed up that people talk shit on Twitch. Of course they talk shit on Twitch. These nerds get together, play their video games, and say stupid shit to each other. Shit talking online. These nerds detailed the main contents of the hack, the source code for Twitch going back years, an unannounced digital game storefront meant to rival heavyweights like Steam and years of financial records, oh no, of Twitch streamers. What they did was they found out, because there's a lot of people on Twitch who they narrate their video gameplay and they make a lot of money. There's a handful of them, not a ton, but uh, you're talking uh, dozens of people on Twitch make millions of dollars. Excuse me. So they uh, posted how much these guys make. It's unclear if user data was breached, but it wouldn't hurt to change your Twitch password. And if you don't already have it set up, activate two-factor authentication. Yeah, I don't have shit set up. Right now, probably, if you were to go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane, it would be like probably someone's fucking with me and streaming a clan rally or something like that. Hey, let's gather on Eric Zane's Twitch stream and watch Birth of a Nation. Twitch confirmed the data breach in a statement on Twitter. We can confirm a breach has taken place. Our teams are working with urgency to understand the extent of this. We will update the community as soon as additional information is available. Thank you for bearing with us. Great. All right. Corey says shit talking is the best in games. Well, of course it is. You gotta let that shit fly. All right. Uh, looks like, uh, bleeding heart. Brian is here in the live stream. This is the guy who agrees with me about, uh, uh Facebook. And he is in some type of, uh, awkward discussion with Patriot Nick, And QAnon Dirk. By the way, I did not come up with that nickname. And I know you're not involved in QAnon. It's a joke. All right. So there you go. Uh, Sam M, not to be confused with Sam the Jew, which I was the last to know that, is in attendance. All right, making perfect sense for a change. This is the guy who took that passive aggressive run at me and I told him to go fuck himself. Well, here he is back for more, but he is making sense. First of all, before I read that, Dirk writes, the Facebook whistleblower is represented by the same attorney that represented the fake whistleblower in the last and bogus Trump in impeachment she's a leftist plant that's what he's saying Hmm, i don't know about that usually if it's coming out of your mouth it's bullshit sam writes yeah exactly walk away from facebook why do we need daddy facebook to decide what we can tolerate when we can just walk away ourselves that's true all right so sam m is the cock who said I am not going to support your Patreon. The only way I'll support your Patreon is if you uh, uh, post old shit from Free Beer and Hot Wings. Well, I'm not going to do that. And uh, by the way, who the fuck sits sits around and beats their meat to old shit? You want to be... Don't you have uh, an, an urge to find out what's going on now in the world on my Patreon? Shut the fuck up and sign up, okay? I want you to know this, that on my Patreon today... We are doing a whole new breakdown of the latest audio of a story told by Hot Wings, complete with laugh talk hijinks. Um, The message may have gotten through to the old boy some time ago about how horrible it sounds when he's laugh talking, but he's back to his old tricks. So I have audio from yesterday's show of a hot wings laugh talk extravaganza oh my god so that's another reason why your stupid uh not jewish ass sam m needs to sign up on patreon yeah i know you're here on the free podcast but i want you to fucking pay me so go to patreon.com slash eric zane all one word and quit being a cheap bitch and sign up, fuckface. TK says, old shit equals lost, sane recordings. LOL, but we love it. Yes, that's true. Um, Jason says, speaking of old shit, I, I re-listened to the bit where I won Lions tickets in 2016. Good times. All right. Jason says, uh, Call him Gentile Sam. Not Sam M. The not Jew. By the way, where has Sam the Jew been? I understand you have a newborn, basically very young child, an infant child and a lovely wife. All right. Where was I? Okay. Uh, yesterday was a Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And, um, something happened on there. We did the show early. It's on Patreon. Sam, the not Jew would know that if he was on Patreon. Uh, And okay. This is the third time in the last five or six days. This has happened. Three different people have done this audience members. And I think this is like in baseball, they call it a brush back pitch if the batter is just crowding the plate a little bit too much and by the way an amazing game last night as the Dodgers uh, beat, the, uh, beat the Angels uh, walk off two run home run flat out amazing my god but I digress some of you need to f- uh, discern the, some of the details in your stories this is a storytelling intervention. It's happened three times. On yesterday's podcast. I was talking to State Rob about the wonderful moment of him asking his significant other to marry him. And my God, we did not get the reader's digest version. We, you know, this is, this is how it, this is my impression of yesterday. First of all, you guys, and I'll get to the other two uh, knuckleheads who do the same damn thing. You are giving me too much, me and anyone else who talks to you, too much backstory. We live in a uh, short attention span world. There is no need when I say, hey, so, uh. How did it go for you to start with? Well, I was born in 1980, whatever. You don't need to go back so far. All I'm looking for is a brief, very brief synopsis of what went down. If I ask a question, I don't want a a long-winded story from an uh, unskilled storyteller. None of you are me. There is only one. I am the Neo of storytelling. You gotta learn to filter that shit out. Well, it all goes back to when I was an infant. We were at the same daycare. And I'm told that I was playing hard to get and flirting with so-and-so and so And then uh, elementary, he's giving me the entire life story. And I'm like, dude, I can just, within three seconds, I feel the blood just pooling in my feet, draining out of my face. Everybody's like, (sighs) mouth's open, flies are flying in and out. of Everybody's mouth everybody's like, oh, fuck, here he goes. Holy shit, man. Uh, Fucking A, it's terrible. (laughs) Just shut up. No, don't do it. No, no, no. And, and And I, 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 I was a little rude because I was like, okay, man, get, right, Reader's Digest version. And and I, I jumped on him a little bit to kind of get him going, you know, and he didn't. So there's that. Uh, and I, the reason why I jumped on him is because earlier in the day, Throat Slash Dale. Oh, my God. Fuck. During smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. And you can go back. You can hear all this shit. He told us about some type of prison riot story. And it should have been a, an amazing story. But again, uh, uh, too many details. Too much. Well, it all started when I first started dealing drugs back in 1986. It's like, oh, boy no, here we go. Prior to that, right now one of you is hearing me talk and it's like, please don't mention my story. Please don't mention it fucking uh Dirk. Holy shit. Dirk, uh have you ever been in any danger because of uh equipment malfunction when you're scuba diving or from uh I don't know uh, a shark. Oh yeah, you it. It could have it could have been great. It could have been great. A person's life being in danger is a great story, but you fucked it up. You told me too much. I was polite. I let you get the whole story out. You know it wasn't polite, Pellerito. He was trying to type uh skip the labor, give me the baby. And I was like, no, 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 let him go, let him go, fuck me, I shouldn't have done that, I should have said, yeah, no shit, what the fuck are you doing? I have decided, going forward, and you all need to know this, that if, uh, on any one of these podcasts where there's interaction with each other, specifically the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and I ask you a question, and you start going down, because what they do, what people do is they they throw in this and they think it's okay. Yeah, so anyway, long story short or long story long, it's like, no, fuck you. Bullshit. No more. No more. No way. No how. I'm dropping the hammer on you and I'm gonna let you have it. You're fucked. We need to learn to edit. No more. Nobody has the time. I am going to start to, uh, 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 deal with you with a heavy hand. You've gotten away with too much for too long. And this is going to help you in the long run. No one gives a shit about the minutia and the dirty details about, uh, uh, the bends and the shark. All you needed to say was, holy fuck, man. I was going up. I got the bends. I almost died. Cool. Big shark come swimming at me. Cool. That's it. Fucking what the fuck? Oh my God. And so I was tested, uh, to the, uh, stretch to my limits when blue state Rob was giving us the war and peace version of how he asked his lovely significant other, how he proposed. And I don't even remember now. I I was, I was enraged. So this is official. This, so everybody knows, on the Eric St. Show podcast, as much as I love all of you, I don't want you to take this personal. I want you to take it professional. This is a storytelling intervention. You can no longer knife me. If I come to you and say, hey, so what's up? Tell me what's going on. You have to have at least a, 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 a pedestrian bit of acumen when it comes to furthering the story no more too many details who are you tony gates holy shit and if you ever say so long story short you're out i'm just gonna mute you no more Rob, who I'm dogging right now, right? You can't even remember what type of coffee you drink. You goldfish brain fuck. Maybe true. Tyler says, nobody I know has ever followed long story short with a short story. Tio says, yes, set those healthy boundaries. Yep. This is it. Going forward, you're going to be, I'm going to look at you with suspicion Uh, when these stories start to get a little bit too wordy, uh, boy. Andrea says, I really liked Dale's story in the details. He was there with his best friend. And now, yeah, but that's because you're part of the problem. You're, you're also included in this. Don't think, see, now you just made yourself very vulnerable by pointing that out to me because I've had to endure your stories before Andrea. And it's like, Oh fuck. When is she going to shut up for fuck's sake? I do not need all the fucking details. Rob says the story took three minutes. Fuck face. And no, well, if it did, it felt like 30. Ugh. All right. Megan giving us a hot tip. So, so bummed. I missed this. I was upgrading my phone, but if you have AT&T, go turn in your old phone and, and get a $1,000 credit for the iPhone 13. Really? My phone would never have been worth that much. You're welcome. So does that mean, um, like, let's say I owe 600 bucks on the existing phone that I have that would pay off it, pay it off. And then 400 bucks to the iPhone 13, Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, I've heard about those deals, if that is the case. They're working very hard to make sure you don't ever leave. Rob, back to uh, bagging on me, says, got to remember we're talking to a a three-year-old attention span. No, 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 no. This is bullshit. Uh, Okay, say what you will about me. Say what you will about me. But I have done this for Thousands and thousands of hours. I know when a story is going south. I've done it. I've put you through this torture. I know by trial and error how shitty some of my stories have been. I'm aware. You do that. Because you're not a seasoned, skilled professional like your old pal Eric. So take my advice. Shut the fuck up. My God. Dirk says, Mike was being a friend, encouraging me to cut it short, which I would have. You told me to ignore him. True. And I was wrong. Thank you for acknowledging that. Yes. Yes. He was being a, but he wasn't being a friend. He was being a smart ass, which I now am going to be going forward because I am sick and tired of minutes being drained from my life force because of long-winded dummies who do not know how to shut up. Sam, the not Jew M writes, as long as you're aware, we can move on and begin to heal. Isn't this podcast just one long story? Yes, it is. But it's a—I am a skilled wordsmith, and I'm better than all of you. So shut up. Dirk says, I could give you the same advice about singing in front of people. Yeah, but you don't understand. That's fun. You're not even having a good time when you're telling that long-winded shark story. Oh, my God. All right. So thank you. Going forward, uh, thank you for making that adjustment on the official Eric Zancho podcast storytelling intervention. Uh, I already uh, shot my wad as to what's coming up on the Patreon, but it's true. Uh, I don't really have a problem with hot wings. I really only want to kick Freebeer's ass. Let the record show that. Um, and I'm starting to get more and more people suggesting to me that Freebeer actually listens. And I'm like, I don't know about that. He probably doesn't even know. He doesn't give a fuck. He's too busy, uh, banging, banging his sex pig girlfriend. Uh, Bobby writes, I'm convinced at least free Beer listens. And I'm like, why? She writes, well, you know, I had asked you to use your platform to give Jelani Day a voice because he was missing. Well, today I was listening to the Patreon bonus podcast on my phone. And when it was over, it automatically started playing a FBHW episode from like the day after you talked about Jelani. I actually hadn't even noticed it was playing FBHW because I was focused on my work when I realized what was playing. And I heard Greg say, oh, you know, people say use your platform, blah, blah, blah. And then he started talking about something fucking stupid, like making a joke about using their platform. I'm not going to lie. I actually had tears in my eyes at my desk because I felt like that was directed toward what I had sent you. And he must have heard it. What a dick. Mm, you know I love throwing free beer under the bus, but I think that was a coincidence. Yeah, I can't I can't get behind that. However, he is not above a really, really veiled uh, uh insult that no one gets because he's a super gigantic pussy who will never just say, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that I hate Eric Zane and I want to kick his ass. There is no way he would ever do that. That would be the most interesting thing that they do on that show. Okay. There is, there is, there is nothing interesting on that show. Not a fucking thing. You can take the first 40 minutes of my show and it's more interesting than their whole show all week. Um, where was I? Oh, um, yeah, but I don't have a, I don't have a real problem. I don't want to kick Hot Wings' ass or Joe's ass. Uh, Steve, kind of, not really. The chick just annoys the shit out of me. Uh, the other one, yeah, so I, it, it's all weird. But I'm still going after Hot Wings today because the fucking guy cannot tell a story without laughing and cracking himself up. We've uh, featured this before. I've got new audio of Hot Wings Laugh Talking that you must hear. It's ridiculous. And even if, even if they on that show know that I do this, you don't have to acknowledge it, but you need to talk to them. You need to actually say, hey, dude, uh, we hate Eric, but he's right. You laugh at moments in the story that don't warrant any laughter. It's this laugh talk thing. And you're the only one laughing through the story. We can never not unhear. We can never unhear it now because he has pain, uh, painstakingly pointed this out to us. Uh, What you're saying is not funny. It's a story. We'll laugh when it's time to laugh. But you notice we are not laughing at the story. You shouldn't either. It's distracting. It sounds like shit. Stop laughing when you're talking. I don't know. if you, if you Go ahead and tell them. Or not. We can sit there and just make fun of it. I also need to update you on the Patreon about Dog the Bounty Hunter. His adopted daughter is killing this guy. And I couldn't be happier because it has to do... With exactly what I talked about on this show, the monster energy can. Remember, he's like, Oh, I'm here. I'm here with my fat tits looking for Brian Laundry. Oh my God, look what I found. I found this monster energy can. This is proof that he was here. She points this shit out. We'll talk about that on today's Patreon. Because as you know, when this podcast is done, you don't have anything to listen to for the rest of the day. Uh, you're, you're done listening to Freeburn Hot Wings. I'm working very hard to uh, try to wean you away from that. You need to listen to more Patreon or more of me is what you need. And it's on my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I hate to make it sound like I'm some arrogant asshole, but it's true. If you like this podcast, why the fuck wouldn't you listen to more of it? Okay. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane is all one word. I put 15 hours of content every week on there. All right. That more than makes up for a week's worth of listening to free beer and hot wings. So flush that fucking show and focus on what I'm giving you. All right? There you go. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And the open and live stream of this show today brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Oh, man. You know, it's been a while since I've gone to Irvine's.com. And uh, seen what's up with the Google reviews. And I, you know what? I love the boldness of when you go to ervines.com. Right at the tip top. Reviews. You click there and off you go. Brian wrote on October 1. They had a cancellation. Were able to get my car in on short notice. Friendly and up to date. Technologically, as they send estimates for approval via text and email for immediate approval. Fast and efficient. Holy shit. How about that? These are people who don't have a podcast. These are people who just have worked with them and have been so happy. Kyle, uh, I'm sorry. Rusty on uh, September 22nd wrote, I think the price to check my truck out to determine the problem was a bit high, but I was given a loaner car to use while they serviced my truck. So I guess it all evens out. The ladies working the front desk were awesome. It's Megan and Jamie. All right. He gave them five stars. Uh, Tom writes, always the best. Their work on my car has always been professional and their estimates accurate. How about this one? Katie on September 15th wrote this as a lady. I've always felt immensely intimidated when visiting a mechanic. This is due to the fact that I know zero about cars. My insecurities were met with Megan's smile and willingness to help me get my car. Susan took, uh, Susan. Oh, to get my car, Susan, she names her car. I was like, wait a huh Uh, back on the road safely. Being sure to explain everything along the way, I immediately felt at ease when I met my mechanic, Bruce. His kind nature and realism, those are lies, when telling me what needed to be fixed, added to the comfortability I felt at Irvine's. My only regret is that I didn't find this place sooner. If you're looking for a mechanic who will treat you like family, look no further than Irvine's. P.S. The candy and notepad helped. Candy, notepad, and pen left on my seat when getting my car back was a sweet touch. This is awesome. I love this. Review after review after review. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. In Grand Rapids, drive the extra mile to Irvine's. While I'm at it, we've got comedy this weekend at Full House Comedy Club. Adam Ferrara tonight for two shows at the Park Theater in Holland. Billy's Lounge tomorrow, two shows. Then, of course, Saturday at Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. If you want to go to a comedy show this weekend, whether it's Adam Ferrara or the Special farces local comedy show fundraiser for the Jaeger Foundation, go to FullHouseComedy.com. Okay. Next week, Chris Catan will be at Spectrum Lanes, Billy's Lounge, and Back Alley Comedy Club. Steve Hofstetter will be at the Park Theater. All good. Thank you, Full House Comedy. Fullhousecomedy.com if you want to go to a show. All right. We will be uh, joined by Kyle from Dumpster Divers in a little bit. Hey, guys, I'm just so glad to be here, you know. And I'm sick and tired of people telling me I sound like Trump. Actually, they don't say that. They say that my impression of Kyle sounds like Trump. I don't think so at all. Uh, yeah, you know, because I'm super stoked to be here, man. And like, you know, I mean, here's what's up. I guess it kind of sounds a little Trumpy. But I mean, nobody's doing a Trump impression these days. People are doing Biden impressions. That reminds me, uh, Boring Dean sent me this. Biden in Michigan yesterday. And, uh. I am all in on Biden's brain is mush. And I say that without being, try not to be a dick. I don't think he's healthy enough to be doing what he's doing. He should be, you know, doing what a person who is going through some type of uh, a brain issue should be doing. That is relaxing, spending time with the grandkids. He shouldn't be the president of the free world. Um, you know, if he's not healthy, just uh, let him step down, give the guy a fucking break and let uh, Kamala Harris run the show. Let's see how that goes. But quit trying to uh, piss on my back and tell me it's raining. The guy is not well. And again, not even saying that to be a dick. Uh, Yesterday, I had the audio clip of him trying to sell the American people on um, uh, infrastructure and charging stations for electric vehicles, which I don't know if everybody's on board with that, but. It came out weird, the whole thing.
0: Parenthetically, when you build a charging station, it's like back... Yeah. First of all, he says
1: charging station. It's not a fucking charging station. It's a charging station. And he doesn't even know when he sounds like he's uh, a me-mart.
0: The charging station is like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Merrill Oil Company back in the turn of the in the 19, 1920 in that area. They went from state to state convincing. Talking about an
1: era, and he says that area...
0: People that they put, allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. Yeah, well, but,
1: that's, that's not exactly the same. I mean, you're putting 20,000 gallons of uh, fuel under the ground. People back then, even in that area, as you say, probably were concerned about the fuel leaking out. That's way different than a charging station. Uh, but you may not give you credit for at least attempting it, but uh, you're not convincing anybody uh, about us putting in our jargon stations. When you sound like you're sick. Yesterday, this old fool was in Michigan. Uh, can, I can have a strong indication here that he doesn't know who the governor of Michigan is or who the lieutenant governor. I don't even know if I know who the lieutenant governor of Michigan is. Is it Lieutenant Governor Gilchrist? Is that his name? He looks like he's like a 20-year-old dude. Gilchrist. That young black guy that's who i picture right i think that's his name well anyway biden in this clip i don't think he knows who either of these two are because he would have said it but this is this is a perfect example of i wish there was someone next to him to say hold on a second can we break down what you just said listen to what he says here."
0: really important votes to keep things moving and of course it's great to be with uh my friend we become friends, an outstanding governor, one of the best governors in the United States of America, and her lieutenant governor who uh, covers her in every way, both in terms of physically and mentally and every other way. Okay.
1: If I were there, I would say, "Uh, Mr. President, time out. You hear these people chuckling. Now, I don't know. Maybe there's context there, but I don't think he's that clever or sharp enough to have a callback to a joke that we're not hearing. I'm not positive. Let's just assume they're laughing because it sounds like he's saying Gilchrist is laying on top of her. I should be able to say, time out. Um, Everyone's laughing at that comment when you said he's covering her uh, uh, physically, mentally and physically. Can you maybe uh, give us some clarification what you mean by that? And then we'll watch him stammer and stumble around and sound even more me And then we, I can ask, and, and who are these people that you're talking about? Who is the Lieutenant governor of the great state of Michigan, the greatest state in the entire, of all, all the United States and the district of Columbia, the epicenter of industry. Uh, We make shit in Michigan better than the rest of the world. We're surrounded by the most pristine natural resources. Four beautiful seasons. Welcome to the greatest state in the union, my friend. Who is the governor? He doesn't have any fucking idea.
0: Really important votes to keep things moving. And, of course, it's great to be here with... Uh, my friend
1: that 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 whole, he does that yeah, that that whole thing he does. He's, he's vocal frying, and he, he's stammering around. He doesn't know who it is. And he does that when he's fucked.
0: Great to be with uh, my friend. We become friends An outstanding governor, one of the best governors in the United States. You know, that is and her lieutenant governor who uh, covers her in every way, both in terms of physically and mentally and every other way. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck does that
1: even mean she's my friend and i like this lieutenant governor guy who covers her are you saying he that could also be so she's fucking up left and right and thanks to this lieutenant governor who i don't know his name he's covering for her okay you know me i'm not a conspiracy guy but I 1 million percent agree. And I, and again, this, this pains me to have to say I agree with some of these uh, 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 Neanderthals that listen to this show. I, I hate that because they're abundant. You're correct. This man has lost his mind. And any of you who say, no, 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 that that's not true. You're just enabling him. It's time to flush this guy. Heat for his own well-being, this is fucking torture for this poor old man. Someone needs to convince him, look, we got it covered, you won the election, but it's time to put you out to pasture. You are too far gone. I, I 1 million percent believe all of that. My God, this is not fair. This is torture for this poor old man. Ugh. My God. Dirk says the country's falling apart, but at least we have no mean tweets. Corey says the country started falling apart four years ago. We have timeout. Timeout. Corey, look, dude, you got to let that go. We're t- dealing about today. Uh, you cannot blame the previous regime for the leader of the free world, not knowing who the governor of Michigan is when she's standing there looking at him. You cannot do that. I mean, I agree with you. Trump was a piece of shit and everybody knows that except dumb shits like Andrea. Okay. I'm with you. The guy was a total fucking idiot. You get no argument from me. But you cannot dismiss the idea that Biden is uh, is, cra- is just fucking, he has dementia. He's like my dad. I wouldn't want my dad to be the president, the uh, leader of the free world. Okay? Seriously. Rob disagrees. He says we're so much better off today than we were a year ago, let alone four years ago. Um. I have no idea, and, no, and, and neither do you. I'd ask you to explain that further, but I don't have four hours, okay? I don't have a month to hear your long-winded explanation. You are so on my shit list for yesterday. All right. We are moments away. Moments away, oh my God, from one of the my favorite moments of each and every week, the ultra handsome, super hip, the, the one and only Kyle from Dumpster Divers will join us for, hey, Eric Zane, yeah, I'm here for another edition of Let's Kill, baby, I mean, yeah, I was just talking with my lovely wife, Blue. And, you know, we're excited about this weekend because we're going to let our hair down and me and not Black Emilio are going to hang out and we're going to have a great fucking time, dude. So let me just tell you, Eric Zane, all here on national television, I'm here to break it down with you about all sorts of shit like the zipper merge, dude. All right. All right. Moments away from Let's Kill. Stand by. <sighs> All right. I have to reach out to Darwin from John's, uh from uh, uh, what, what is it called again? Johnson flooring carpet one Johnson's carpet one. Listen to what happened just before the pandemic. I sat down with Darwin from Johnson's carpet one. Where uh, Kent dropped the e, out of u works. He says to me, "Okay, you're a podcast. How does that make it so that you can uh, cater to the local audience?" I go, "Well, that's a great question, Darwin. Just like uh, all of these sponsors behind me when I do my show live, uh, I have a footprint uh, from my radio days. Uh, a large percentage of my audience is local." In fact, I can give you specific numbers of how many are local. Okay? You take total numbers of downloads, and then I can, by uh, geographic location, determine where those downloads are, and I've ascertained that between 30 and 35% of them are in West Michigan alone. Okay? Now, you take all those downloads and take 35% of those downloads... That's who I'm uh, catering to, to my uh, local direct advertisers. And by the years that they've been supporting me, it works. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. And I go, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it is still just a podcast. So I'm not going to break the bank on you. Uh, So, yeah, this is how much it costs. Because, wow, that's very affordable. Like, well, of course, you know, I mean, it's... uh, I try not to overprice it so that uh, businesses like yours will keep coming back. Done deal. Pays me. I cash the check. I start talking about Johnson's carpet. One three month ad campaign. See how we do. He came in here on this show and sat with me for a show. Pandemic hits. He reaches out to me. He goes, man, I'm putting a hold on all marketing. I go, I get it, man. No problem. Don't you worry about it. They had to shut down. You know, it was a a non-essential thing. And that was very scary. But now they're back up and running. And in the meantime, he scrapes his pennies together and buys the business. He's the man now. Darwin is. So I've been busting uh, balls about getting him back on the podcast for the longest time now I wish I could tell you right now that he's going to be back on but he's not well at least for right now I reach out to Kent I go Kent what do I got to do to get this guy back on Kent says, I'm trying to because I can't even get him to tell me to fuck off I've been reaching out to him say hey hey, dude you know what, can you maybe so I've been ghosted so Kent's like I'll see if I can work some magic on him. I find out that this conversation took place. Darwin says to Kent, well, you know, I do it, but you see his podcast is heard everywhere. What do I care if somebody in California hears about Johnson's carpet one? And I'm like, what? What the fuck? We we had a long conversation. You agreed. You paid me. What? So now I'm back to square one, which I will. That's okay. That's okay. It's kind of comical. I get it. You're busy. Maybe you forgot. So now I have to go back and say, dude, look at all the people that are listening local. I have a guy who installs flooring your business. He's a mom and pop. What? My point in all this is if just like dumpster divers, local businesses, if you want me to move the meter for you, local direct, I'm the guy, my main man, I'm the main man. Everybody knows that. You talk to the main man. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. Right there. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. Send me an email, eric at I'll get you on the podcast. Sorry, Kyle's waiting. Sarah Honda Granville says, uh, all right, we're in a weird spot for cars. They really pushed their attention to uh, selling certified pre-owned used vehicles. Because it's tough to buy brand new cars these days because of a lack of chips. Who knew? But uh, go to sarahondagranville.com, shop online or shop in person. S E R R A Honda grandville.com. They are located on Kenowa, right by 44th. You still can get a new one, but it's like, eh, there's a little weight there. So it's not exactly, remember the day you could just drive in and say, my God, I love that car. I love that Accord. I want that. Eh, it's a little weird. It's going to change. A little bit of a uh, holding pattern, to be sure. But still, the good businesses like Sarah Honda Granville, uh, they, they they use that word that is a buzzword that everybody uses. They pivot. They pivot. Are you into buzzwords? Do you say Pivot. Do you say in a minute? I hear that all the time. Oh yeah,
0: it's been a minute.
1: Shut up. Thank you, Sarah Honda,
0: Say goodbye.
1: It's been a minute since we talked about my policy shop insurance, Frank, the tank fuss. This is a free service for you. Uh, if you are buying insurance on the marketplace, if you are signing up for Medicare, if you need any type of health insurance, if your employer offers insurance and you need help deciphering what they're trying to tell you, dental insurance, car, life Frank the Tank Fuss is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. When you reach out to him, he does all the dirty work. He is an insurance nerd wearing a bright orange shirt with huge guns. Buyinsurancehere.com is the website. Fill that out. He'll be in touch with you. Or call him or text him. 616-914-4070. 616 616-914- 914 4070 In fact, do it right now. Send him a text. Say, "Hey, I'm just saying hi. Zane told me you have huge guns. Send me a pic of your pipes." Thank you. Frank the Tank fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. Each Thursday. It's becoming a tradition, a weekly tradition, to bring in this legend. He's taking a final sip of coffee right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Let's Kill with Kyle. Kyle, how are you?
2: I'm good, dude. How you doing?
1: Never better, Kyle. Thank you for waiting. I was kind of like on a roll there.
2: No, it's cool. I mean, what else am I going to do?
1: <laughs> well, you could be out, you know, working your dumpster industry.
2: Nah, fuck those customers, dude.
1: has uh have, have you been honked at while driving recently Kyle
2: um actually yesterday yes but um it was a dude that we used to work with at two men in a truck and uh we uh we dropped off a couple of dumpsters to him too before so he honked at me just to wave at me but um other than that I don't know I've been jamming lately I've been here's what I found when I get older is like in my 20s I was, my music was always blaring. I'm singing, I'm you know, I'm drumming. As I get older and I'm tired, I don't do it so much. And I find that my vocal cords are not, you know, in tune like they used to be. So I was like, I need to get going again. So I've been singing a lot lately. Are you a, uh, more of an air drummer or an air guitar? Here's the thing, dude. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, you guys might not know about this, me. You might not know this, but what did I just say? You might not know this about me, but um, I'm kind of like a musical prodigy a little bit. Um, I play quite a, quite a few instruments. I'm not a musical prodigy. I just have rhythm, I guess you'd say, and can play yeah. instruments. But yeah, it doesn't, drums, bass, guitar, it doesn't matter. I'll play them, dude. Piano. A are, you,
1: are you suggesting you can actually play these instruments, or are you just instruments, or are you just doing air instruments?
2: No, yeah, so I, yeah, I didn't say that very well. So I can actually play the instruments, which makes the air of them much better. You know what I mean? Like one time, <laughs> one time in college, and I got to say this, I got to make it a short story because I just heard you bashing at people. Oh yeah. Really yeah. I,
1: I, no, you're not, you're fine. I haven't really had any issues with you. It's some of these folks are like, Oh my God, you just gotta, you gotta squelch that, you know?
2: <laughs> um, but yeah. And, co- and when my first year at college, I was in the dorms hanging out and uh, Rocky like a hurricane was on and I was just doing like a little air guitar action. And this one kid was like, he actually played guitar too, but he didn't know that I did. And he was like, yeah, you're pretty good at air guitar, man. And I was like, yeah, because I can play the guitar. That's why. And he was like, what? And so it, we became friends, whatever.
1: Have you revealed on this show that you've performed in a band? I always forget. I, I can never remember. Anything.
2: Well, I'm not, I don't think I've ever said that. But yes, I was in a shitty band um, in my early 20s. We were shitty. Let's face it.
1: Okay, so stand-up comedy, you've done stand-up comedy, you you you've performed in a shitty band. Uh so you're kind of uh there, there's a real creative side to you. You had been you had been uh, reaching out to me saying, "Look, I got to get on camera. I got to get behind the mic."
2: That's what it is, dude. I yeah, yeah, I just uh my uh here's the thing. I think a lot of people ser- spend their whole life trying to figure out what their purpose is, and mine is just to bring joy to people. That's pre- that's pretty much it. Like uh that's that's why you know I talk the way I do, and I'm never really out there trying to like outsmart people because like what's the point? You know what I mean? Oh, there's like, plenty. You know, oh, reasons. wait
1: a minute. Hold, on, I gotta stop you right there. There's plenty of reasons to outsmart people. If there's a way <laughs> yeah. to point out to someone how dumb they are, I, you can get great joy from that.
2: Yeah. Well, you can yourself, <laughs> and trust me, in my car when I'm driving, yeah, you know, nobody can hear me. I'm doing that all the time for okay, sure. Good. But, right. like, yeah. two people, I figure you, you know you might as well spend your time bringing people joy because they're equally as unhappy with this world as you are, you know yeah. what I
1: mean, yeah, well, I you know, I'm all about that, but I mean at 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 the cost of their of their uh you know their psyche, I guess, i am I'm gonna bring everyone else joy, like earlier, I just was talking about Andrea, and I called her a dumb shit now she deserves that, and everybody else is gonna laugh at that, so it's win win, you know, and then I feel good. Because I've put her in the place that she needs to be. And that's and that's how the world needs to be.
2: You're not wrong. I get that. I can understand that.
1: I mean, people do that to me all the time. They tell me how stupid I am and I'm a fucking moron and shit like that. Oh, well fuck you. So are you, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's it. that's it. that's the comeback you can go with, and I like it. That's-
1: Okay, you had uh, reached out to me, and I wanted to bring this up on the show. You're you're looking for an equipment upgrade because you want to be uh, you want to be on a microphone. And yes, I have everything you need, Kyle.
2: Here's the here's the thing. Um, it was funny because I actually had that on my list of stuff to talk about because I was like, "Fucking Eric Zane, dude, never emailed me back about it." But I, I know it. Thought, I should have thought about it. You wanted to talk about it on the show. Dude.
1: No, well, I did forget, but when I <laughs> started. When I started hearing how shitty your mic sounds today, I was reminded of it.
2: Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Like, that's what I said in the email. If anybody's wondering, I was like, less than Eric's saying. Actually, the, the subject of the email was two things, Dad. And I spelled did Dad, like how, how I say it. Dad. Yeah, yeah. Dad. Um, but yeah, the, I noticed when I re-listened to the shows over. Because I always listen to it again afterwards to make sure that yeah. I don't sound like a fucking idiot. Which I do. So it's always a, no. a lose. <laughs> Um, but in the email, um, I was, I was real or not the email when I was listening to, it, I realized you sound cool as fuck. And I sound like I'm yelling at you from down a hallway. You know what I mean? <laughs> and It's like, I need something where I can like get all up in the mic and sound sweet. You know what I mean?
1: Dude, I got you covered. I will take care of you. Um, uh, I, it's, it's a very simple fix. This is now, I will come over your house and help you.
2: Heck yeah, dude. But and yeah, I have cool. a microphone. That was the second question. Can you plug it into a computer, or do you got to plug it into a soundboard?
1: We're gonna get you a soundboard, but it's it's nothing. This is this is so simple.
2: Oh hell yes, dude.
1: Yes, and then cool. you will sound you will sound uh like uh, well with a mic sound, and then you can go and uh, click a video. And then you'll have, you know, because when you know your sound is good, when you have a good mic, it makes it makes you have more confidence. So people will hear you, hey, dude. Uh, so uh, here's the thing, uh, you know, and you can do your t- hot takes uh, on mic now, and it'll be that much better, Kyle. It'll
2: be cool. And then yeah, all your listeners across the nation, they're gonna be like, wait, are there two people on this podcast now instead of you know, yeah, it'll be
1: cool. Yeah, we'll be uh, adding another uh, uh, layer to it. Uh, let's see Boomer Bob says I own 46 mics and I believe that he writes if you're not an audio guy just get a roadie uh, nt usb mini and use their Rode connect mixer software Boomer Bob knows everything there is to know about uh putting uh, uh, content out digitally in fact I need to get with you Boomer Bob because uh, there's so much I don't know about getting my content out there in terms of audio videos. So make yourself known via email if I don't already have it and we can start to have little powwows and you can help me because all I'm good at is just screaming at people and telling them that they suck dick at telling stories.
2: Fucking boomer Bob, baby. That's what yep. I like.
1: All right. Um, so where are we, uh, uh, Kyle? What's up burning on your brain that you'd like to get into?
2: Let me take a little look ski. Um, so emails. Okay. We got that one. Oh, the, but the second part of the email though, uh, what do you think about the lions game that I brought up, dude?
1: What? Well, yeah, you said you wanted to get together and chat about the lions game. Like do what we talked about.
2: Yeah. That, I just figure that that game uh, looks like at least a possibility of at least being close and hopefully winning.
1: What is the game again?
2: Um, It's against the Eagles.
1: Is it? It's so. It's a few weeks down the road.
2: Yeah, it's. I think October thirty first. So right after Halloween.
1: So that's a. Well, no, it's actually on Halloween.
2: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, that yeah, the. Well, I mean, you know, the kids are going to be out on Saturday, whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess a lot.
1: I guess in some communities they do it a different day, which, um, whatever. Actually, I've got I've got hockey that day. Unfortunately, I got a hockey game. At, like, the, uh, Van, like at the like Van Andel Arena. You, no, no, I, I, I do the microphone shit uh, for the hockey team. Oh, okay. Yeah, so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm booked that day. So we're going to pick. to All up. right,
2: well, maybe a different one. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah. Yeah, at least one a couple weeks out so we can keep talking about it and getting people being like, okay, I'll watch that fucking game. Or, I'll, you know, I'll watch the show while watching the game.
1: Yeah, so we would sit there and pick on the game and, uh, and maybe do our little armchair quarterback segment while we're watching it. Okay.
2: Oh, yeah all right yeah i think that that has to
1: happen at least once
2: for sure um yeah once a year at least same thing um i go uh i've never been led before last year i never went hunting but uh blue's dad and family is real big into hunting so i told him i'll go once a year dude you know i mean i'll go you know once and because i don't want to be out there you know eight times a week like you know some of the avid hunters but so i went once last year killed killed the deer first try dude
1: you, wait a minute. Your first trip hunting was last year.
2: Yeah. So I you were
1: introduced to hunting and you and uh, so was this like um, you were like in the blind waiting?
2: In the blind, dude, had a bunch of candy, had a bunch of energy drinks. Um, yeah, sat there. Here's the thing. I'm an idiot. So um, we, we we sighted in the guns and did all the crap. that you, I don't know what I'm talking about. The stuff that you do to get ready for hunting. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it's all right. But, so yeah, you know, we're waiting for a couple hours and then like we see a deer come and I didn't realize, I don't know how you're supposed to hunt. So what you're supposed to do is you take that gun and then you aim at the deer and then you zoom in on the, uh, Microscope, what or the scope? You're supposed to zoom in. Once you find the deer, zoomed out, then you zoom in on it to get closer to it. I didn't fucking know that. So this deer is like way the fuck over there, and I'm zoomed all the way out. And I said, "Fuck it," and I just shot that thing and smoked it and killed it. But I was zoomed all the way out, and so I was with I was with Blue's brother, and he was like, he looked, he's like, this thing's still zoomed all the way out. How'd you fucking hit that thing? And I'm like, I'm a marksman, dude. I'm Mark Wahlberg, and whatever that movie was called dude
1: (laughs) oh god lone survivor
2: (laughs) yeah something like that (laughs) wait a
1: minute wait a minute so now a lot i don't know shit about hunting but i know that a lot of these people that know what they're doing they're trying to hit one particular portion of the deer to kill it instantly did you kill it instantly or did it run for like 80 miles
2: no so i hit it right Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to i mean it ran like 10 20 yards um because, okay. you know, the deer, the, I imagine the deer is basically like, oh, fuck, man. And then like, you yeah. know, freaks out. But yeah, so I, I hit him right where you're supposed to hit him. So it was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah.
1: You got lucky. Now, um, I, uh, I the, the one thing I've uh, seen that I can imagine for me, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to kill. Uh, I just, I don't have that instinct. Yeah. Um, uh, but the idea of when you're in the blind and then when you see the deer starting to, you actually see it and it's kind of slowly sauntering into your range. I imagine that is tension filled and very exciting. You know,
2: it is. It really is. Cause it's like all you wait, like all that time. And then all the action happens at one little, and then actually it's funny. Cause like I was aiming and it was dead silent. And I remember, I vividly remember going, I whispered, oh, fuck, dude, like, <laughs> as I was about yeah. to shoot it, and um, then I just shot up. Wow. All okay. right, sorry, guys, I won't talk about shooting deers no more. Oh, well, fuck them. Who, who's bitching? Um, hilariously enough, it says antelope. Yeah. yeah, that is
1: Aram. Aram, what the fuck? Since when do you... Since when, Aram? I'm going to have to give you the old Kenny pep talk here. Since when do you think... It's Aram decides what we're talking about here. What the <laughs> fuck is that? You know, better a uh, Wahlberg movie uh, where he played us played a sniper was shooter. All right. Yeah. Aram, come on. I mean, seriously, we this, 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 that is not okay for you to start. T- all you do is hit. I'm not going to listen anymore or just uh, go away for a few minutes. You can't fucking say, ah, uh, I know you're doing your show, but talk about something that I want you to talk about. So enough of that shit. No way. I love you, but that is not okay. Sorry. Let's talk. Because of that, we're talking for five more minutes about killing shit. All right. (laughs) Holy fuck. All right. Uh, so that was, uh, that was the first time you'd ever done that. Really?
2: First time, and uh, it was pretty fun. I mean, obviously, I was having a good time eating all that candy and crap, but, um, you know, it was Wait, cold. I,
1: I, yeah, I, I mean, I I understand. I, I know I couldn't do it, but I'm impressed that you, on your first try. Now, is this type of thing that you, like, uh, uh, then you have all this meat, all this venison?
2: Yeah, but I still got a bunch of it, too. That's the problem. <laughs> Does it ever, uh... It now you uh,
1: don't you have to eat it in a certain amount of time, or it gets freezer burned.
2: Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't do a lot of research. I just had a shitload of meat. I think and I still I got would, it.
1: Let, let, let me tell you something. I am all about everything you just described, but the problem that I would have is after the fact, I would feel so bad. I'm just, I, I think if this, if I were, okay, there's your kitty cat. Oh my God. Look at that cat. Oh, head out, baby. Hey, kitty. So let yeah. me just tell you, if I go out there um, and I d- had the experience you just had, I could very easily um, flush all the sensitive issues that I have. You know, <laughs> I think, I think, I think I would have so much fun doing everything you just described that I would be like, uh, fuck it. I don't care. And now I've got all this great meat. I've harvested an animal. I'm fucking Fred bear. I'm one with nature. It's amazing.
2: It's uh, yeah, you, I, you do think I did think about that when I was, when I was pulling that check. Um, but the thing is, you know, you get fired up after that. And then you're like, then you look at the, the deers have weird eyes. That's the, like, you get up there and they got like these, they're like all black, like a, they have no soul, it looks like. So you feel <laughs> less you feel less bad about it once you get up close. You're just like this thing would kill me in an instant if it had this
1: <laughs> That is great. Holy shit. All right. Uh how did we get on that topic?
2: Um, I don't remember. We went from air guitar to killing deers real fucking quick, dude. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. Um, okay, Kyle, is there anything else burning on in your note taking that you want to cover on the show today?
2: Let's see here. Yep, so got that one. Um, a real, this is stupid as fuck, but um, I was thinking about I haven't thought about it in a long time, but I was driving down um, 28th Street by um, 28th and Breton, maybe. You know, Israel's that- um, Of course,
1: the furn- old that, furniture store.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've thought this for like forever since I was like younger, but like in my mind, if this is a perfect world and it exists just to make me laugh, I think what you do is you open up another furniture store across the street and call it Palestine's. And then you just have two guys out front, just shaking their fists at each other. And that's the fucking marketing. <laughs> How I mean, great would that be?
1: I think it would be fantastic. I know. You know. I think, I think, I think that's a great, great idea. I mean, for, for the story for just a spectacle alone, Palestine's furniture next to Israel's furniture. Oh my
2: God. Seriously. It'd be so funny. Like, if, but. Funny enough, but you got to have those two little old guys out there just going, hey, fuck you.
1: Right. And then you could have like mock wars, you know, and they, 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 it's kind of like whoever owns Israel's should just, uh, they, they should probably do it themselves and just. Just to get the story going, you don't even yeah. have to have someone who hates them, and then but then you can put on these mock fights. Like uh, it's a big fight for the West Bank sale, and you put right. all the fucking inventory out in the parking lot, and then you got paintballs and paintball weapons and shit like that. And
2: here's what you do, Eric Zane. I think you reach. I think you reach out to that whoever owns Israel's try to get them on the podcast, and that's how you sell them on it. I might have just made you some money, actually. Yeah, with, like, yeah. People ask ideas. Reach out to them and be like, listen, I want you on the podcast, but here's why. And then tell them that right. idea.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of paintball, uh, next Sunday, do you, are you in?
2: Next Sunday. Um, wait, this one coming up right now?
1: No, no. The 17th.
2: Yeah, let me. Uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> let, the reason why I had to leave last time earlier is because I didn't know how long it was. I've been paintballing before and it was always like an hour, like like an hour session. So yeah. when I was going, I was telling Blue, like, yeah, I don't know. It'll probably be like an hour or whatever. Uh-huh. And then it was not. It was a real long time. And I was leaving her alone with the kid for too long. Okay. I, yeah.
1: That's a good man right there. That's, yeah, that is. Uh, bad
2: about it. So that's why I rolled out. Um, but anyway, no. so let me ask her and be like, is it cool if I'm gone for three no, hours? You like,
1: are a smart okay. man. You are a wonderful, wonderful soul. And how fantastic is it at such a, young start in your life, you are thinking big picture and uh, more people need to be like you, Kyle from dumpster divers. And uh, oh, that, man, in that man. whole, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a group project. You can't be out doing selfish shit unless you get the okay. Fucking a man. Another reason why you are a new gold standard for husband slash father. How about that?
2: I like it. Dude. All right. do. All right.
1: So uh, again, now it's just—it's just a damn. I mean, it's—it's it's really difficult for the the poor ladies that watch this show, okay? Because here you are, this beautiful eye candy, showing how wonderful of a father and husband you are. You realize they're all dripping wet right
2: now. <laughs> I know it would be funny if, like, Blue is listening right now, and she's like, "He's not that great all the time." Oh. Well. <laughs>
1: look, well, it's something you can aspire to be. Uh, Your model should always be uh, make blue happy.
2: I try to, I try. I really do. Because like I said, I don't really have much of an ego. So like a lot of the times I'm just trying to be funny and have a good time. And
1: no, it's a, and, and, and Hey, and I can respect that too because I found out early in the game that there's one particular bit of subject matter. Blue is not comfortable with and uh, she voiced that and that's it. It's done. I I have no problem with that. Uh, I do not want any hostilities. I hey, I want to keep Blue happy,
2: right? She does. She does. She listens to the show though, um, and she does enjoy it. And she'll tell me afterwards if it was a good show for me or not. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I remember, like, I don't know, a couple of shows back, we we talked about Jameson a lot, and she was pumped about that. She was like, oh, okay, yeah. she's like, you sounded like you had your act together. That was nice, <laughs> like all this stuff. And I was like. Okay. you
1: know. <laughs> How old is Jameson again?
2: He's uh, on Saturday. He's going to be eight months.
1: Um, has he ever thrown up on you?
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. So there's a difference. So there's throw up on the shoulder, but then there's holding him over his head and he gives you the unexpected projectile vomit in the face. Has that occurred?
2: So here, here's the funny thing. Um, yeah, I'm very cautious about that because I do. I like I like picking them up and throwing them in the air and like all that crap. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm very cautious. Be, um, we were at another little kid's. I found this about about being a parent. You have to go to other little kids' birthday parties so yes. that when it's your kid's birthday party, they will come. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, um, so yes, we went that's to true.
2: A little a little kids uh, think first birthday party. Um, and so, anyways, I we both, me and Blue, our families know that kid's family and i they used to live on our street and all that kind of crap i'm telling the story too long but anyways her name's tracy (laughs) and she was holding him up and she puked right or he puked right in her mouth and so now me me and blue joke when when she's holding him i'm like watch out you're about to get the tracy Tompkins special oh fucking a it's yeah so i'm i won't do it if i if i if i I, he's eaten recently i'm like not i'm gonna hold you right here
1: be careful too. You may have experienced this, but I made the mistake with my son. Um, when you're changing the diaper, make sure if you don't fall victim to uh, going coochie coochie coo by his face without a, a replacement diaper on.
2: Sure. Because he
1: might, a lot of times, his little pecker is standing straight up. He might pee in your actual ear, on your hair, in your mouth, in your nose. I mean, you, you don't want to be urinated on by your son.
2: The fun, Here's the funny thing is um, part of the reason I was originally going to go to college for journalism is I'm very observant, right? So as soon as he was born, I was witnessing and like understanding and observing the diaper changing method. And for sure, when his, his little, his little dicks doing some things, I know I'm like, Oh, that means he's about to pee. You know what I mean? And so blue, She's more focused on doing the activity, not looking at the D, right? And so I, my job when she was changing the diaper is to let her know he's about to start pissing, so watch out. And then she, you know, she would whip the diaper. Because here's a here's the funny thing: I'm I shouldn't be saying this on national television or whatever, but it's come to our attention um, through various people that you know, you know, cousins, aunts, whatever, changing his diaper that he's got a pretty good sized junk, right? And so. <laughs> I you can I think it's easy, it's pretty easy to tell when he's ready to pee because that thing is oh yeah it's up and is ready to go
1: yeah you got to be careful you got to be careful
2: it's it's dangerous
1: it is dangerous. Kyle <laughs> I, Kyle I tell you what man I thank you buddy uh if anybody again uh, don't let it slide by Kyle from Dumpster Divers if uh, if you're ever in need and you're in the West Michigan community. Uh call up dumpster divers six one six three seven five ninety-nine sixty two. Call or text, and the boys will hook you up. Isn't that right?
2: We'll hook you up. And here's the thing. Uh it's starting to slow down a little bit now. We're we're trickling down a little bit. It's you know, it's gonna be cold, so it's it's a little bit of a slower season. So here this is when we're trying to ramp up the junk removals and the demolition. So, you know go go to your parents and say give me a couple thousand so i can fix up the basement so dumpster divers can come you know do their thing or whatever and you know we'll all be friends about it you know what i mean
1: i've i uh, got a, i got so much shit i'm gonna be hiring you very shortly to drop one off again
2: we didn't You did say that i think like yeah, last month i know it's, I coming. it's coming you, like, dude, it's coming it's
1: coming in fact next week we might as well just plan on booking it
2: let's do it dude.
1: all right i'll reach out uh, to you uh later on today or some shit like that, and we'll get it done. All right, cool, cool. Okay, Kyle, thank you so much. Okay, buddy?
2: All right, guys, everybody rock out.
1: Yes. Always a good time. Aram! What are you doing? Can we stop talking about something I don't like? Okay. Let's... Tony Soprano used to say, we got to nip this in the bud. We're going to nip this in the bud. From now on, on the live stream, if anyone says, can we change the topic? The rest of you must murder them. It's not your show. It's not up to you to decide what people talk about. You have an option. You can just, you know, mute it for a few minutes. John, you asshole. You're falling victim to what I'm talking about right now. You realize this is not the fat fuck show, okay? If you want to dictate what's on a show, do your own fucking show. Go away! Don't tell me what to fucking do! Enjoy your time out! Aram, you get one too! You do not have a choice as to what I'm talking about, morons! Eat 300 seconds! I'm not doing this because, uh, I just want to sit there and amuse you. I find this shit fun. Fuck off. Those are the words you must remember. I'm not on the radio where I have to worry about what the fuck I'm saying. Fuck you. Fuck off! Go fuck yourself! Fuck! Fuck you! You ass! ass. Hole. hole Today! Today! I'm banning you! Banning you for three hundred seconds! Seconds! Because you, because need, to you need to understand! I don't have I don't to do have what to you, do tell you tell me! You tell me! So suck my dick. dick. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. night. So for the rest of you, when some sensitive ass fuck decides to try to tell me what to do on my podcast, let them have it. Kill them. I don't give a shit who it is. Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Kenny writes, This is fun when it's not you. You're learning. You are learning. All right. Well, that's it, then I'm not going to listen anymore. <laughs> Correct. That's what you can do. You have options. This, okay, uh, this this is perfect for what we just talked about. Earlier in the show, I talked about Facebook. Rather than just shutting it down, we have a Senate hearing about how mean Facebook is. Rather than just ignoring it, that's what they're doing. You, in my own little world, are doing the same damn thing. I don't like this. So I'm going to voice it for the world to see. Uh. Uh, uh, uh. I'm, I'm sad, 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 just go away, hit the road, beat it. I'm not in the business and will not tolerate you trying to tell me how to do something that I've been doing for three years. You do not have any input concerning that. None. All you have to do is sit there like the big titted moron that you are. My God. It's a little long. It's a little long. Who are you, a program director? Shut the fuck up. You're the person that I would make fun of when I'd sit in air check sessions. You have become on the same level as a program director. Now that is like the worst thing you can possibly say about anybody. Yeah, you were a little wordy there. You know, it's a little worried, wordy, the beat up of you two dumbasses for trying to dictate what the fuck is happening on a podcast. God, I got to take off this sweatshirt now. I can't even handle it. I can't handle you guys. I can't take this shit. You are such whiny bitches. Oh my God. John, you can never ever say anything bad about Kenny again. You are are part of the problem. You are that. Dirk, you motherfucker. Holy shit. Ugh. Lisa, I will beat the shit out of you. Holy fuck. John's back. Motherfucker. I'm so pissed off right now. I breathe deep. TK writes, oh, great. Uh, Now you all got uh, Eric having hot flashes. Yes, that's true. I'm sweating. Boomer Bob says we need a palate cleanser. All right. I need to pee. You're right, Bob. I'm going to take a break. By the way, I screwed up earlier. I said that uh, the Dodgers beat the Angels. That's wrong. Dodgers beat the Cardinals. It felt weird when I said it. (sighs) Okay. Everything's fine. Uh, I do want to mention that uh, Blue Frost IT encourages you to reach out to them for uh, your tech issues or anything uh, computer-related, IT-related. The managed IT service provider of the Eric Zane Show podcast is Blue Frost IT. I have my own IT department. Your small or medium-sized business can take advantage of this, too. Reach out to them at 616-285-50, and uh, you can figure that out. Also, if, uh, you know, your company needs an upgrade in their tech, computers, hard drives, printers, routers... Uh, monitors, whatever, invite them in for a complimentary consultation. You don't know shit about what you need. You're just going to go and buy random shit and it's going to suck because you're going to overpay for it. You need to have appropriate hardware for your business. Like, you know, if your business deals in, uh, you know, uh, uh accounting, you're not going to need a great high end video card people make these mistakes all the time. If they don't have an expert price, all the stuff out for them. That's project work. Not to mention they can uh, re retrofit your office. Or if you're moving the office to a new place, you might need a wall infrastructure, new line drops and jacks and things like that. Uh, they do it all at blue frost. I T call them and get a uh, complimentary uh, complimentary uh, consultation. 616 200 8550 Update on Urban Meyer. He says, I'm not going anywhere. Latest up update is uh, the girl. Who is really, really, really attractive. Holy moly. On the Eric Zane show or the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, some of the audience members. Gave her a new name. Her first name is Cayman. And last name Nebraska. They said. Her uh, name can be. My butt. Instead of Nebraska. To give her Cayman my butt. She's known Urban Meyer. For months. Uh Oh. Uh Oh. This story is getting better. Okay. Now, look, people have asked me, you think he should be fired? We talked about this a little bit yesterday in the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. No, come on now. You you can't fire somebody because they're having an affair with a hot chick. And we don't know that he's having an affair. All we know is that his fingers were uh, on the asshole of this girl, and the whole, and the whole world saw it, and he kind of swept it under the rug... And said, yeah, you know, these people wanted to drag me out on the dance floor. Yeah, that's not dragging somebody out on the dance floor, Urban. That's your fingers were up her ass. I have no respect for this guy as to uh, how he uh, tried to gloss over this. In my opinion, uh, the cover-up is worse than the crime. He would have been much better off. He said, yeah, you may have seen the video of me trying to stick my fingers up this chick's ass. And uh, damn it, she's hot. But uh, I am married, and so uh, that was terrible. Now he should, if it were, if it were him, if he were serious about his relationship with his, one of two things is happening here: either his, his, the wife doesn't care and lets him get away with the shit, which does happen, or this is all new information and he doesn't give a shit about his marriage, so he's going to put, uh, he's he's not going to retire from the or step down from the football team because he doesn't want to care for his wife. No, I mean, seriously, if you, if you really cared about your marriage and you wanted to salvage it and you got caught sticking your fingers up some chick's ass, I mean, okay. If video emerges tomorrow of me sticking my fingers up Ben's ass, uh, I'm going to step away from the podcast because it, it wouldn't be right for me to be doing a podcast when there's video of me sticking my fingers up Ben's ass, up his ass and I'd have to fix my marriage. Uh, on these matters of the heart I think it's always a safe bet that we should bring in the queen of the forest to discuss this little sexual snafu hey don't talk to your wife I said so shut up She'll probably uh, be, you know, installing new landscaping in the background.
2: Hello. Oh, you come me. on. Are you
1: kidding me? How can this possibly be? You're home. You're in the same house as me. Well, I'll have to come back. to that. So... Urban has known her for months. Hmm. It only took a few days for Twitter to figure out who she she is and her name. Uh, She put her Instagram on private after the second video of her saying someone got a video of Myers sticking fingers up her butt. Uh, to To make things worse, Twitter dug deeper and found out that the two have seemingly known each other since last June. Last June? No, I'm sorry, since at least June. All right. Just a really messy situation according to this. From BlackSportsOnline.com. It's not really going to get better soon. Is there more than meets the eye here? At first, it just seemed like a random occurrence, but if Urban knows this woman and she knows him, that is, I mean, that is that's... Uh, that makes us a little bit more funky. I think again, the cover up worse than the crime. He makes it seem like, yeah, yeah, man, I was just sitting there, and they tried to pull me out on the dance floor so we could, you know, do the twist or some shit. We were gonna bust out the mo- that that was no twist. That was no Macarena, okay. Nobody was doing the fucking uh, uh, hurdy gurdy. Or the chicken dance. That was you sticking your fingers up some hot chick's ass. Rough. This is going to end poorly for Urban Meyer. In a way, I really like it when famous people fuck up and you see the story unfold, you know, in real time. Uh, The quintessential example of that was Tiger Woods. OK, um, that story was I was so happy with all of the pain in that horrible, horrible story because it was just watching a person trip over themselves and the lives just come falling out of them. It was incredible. I think we're uh, I think we're seeing that right now. OK. Now, I've got everybody really wound up on the comments here. Um, I've got suggestions that the Queen of the Forest is uh, pretty sure Queen of the Forest and Dale have the same phone. Uh, I'm assuming he's referring to the noise. Any update with Jim Class yesterday? Uh, yeah, there is. It was, apparently it went, uh, sh- there was, uh, a pretty normal day with only a few kids acting out, which she had to kick some ass. If she was here, I'd let her tell that story. Rob writes, Eric to the queen of the forest. Are you still hungry for semen? I can't let that slide. You've just earned 300 seconds with that one. Translation Urban's been banging her since she started going to Ohio State. Well she's twenty four. Amanda says, I've never understood women that are hungry for that. It's just like a like a penis sneezing in your mouth. What the So yeah. The lady who was uh disgruntled with me describing that she likes uh, penile-like objects in her no-no is voicing that it's just like a penis sneezing in your mouth. My God. Corey says, maybe he was just trying to rub her vag instead. Well, yeah, I know. that's all in the same area. I mean, we all know. We all know the anatomy of the female. The butthole is very close to the vagina. That's just the way it is. Feels like a Friday for me. Again, I am uh, I'm, I'm taking the day off tomorrow. I do want to mention um, that uh, TC Paintball, we have the Paintball War number 16. Why do I feel like it's 17? I'm really screwing this up. Anyway, uh, not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday all right reach out to me eric at com if you want in on the paintball event coming up on Sunday it starts at 4pm we, start we start at 4 with a pizza party from BC Pizza you're going to pay 35 bucks. normally it's $48 for this bring a group it is paintball war 16 thank you Rick the Halloween slaughter the back to school slaughter uh I don't know. We got to You know what we got to do man? We've got to really before we hang up next time when we're planning the next one, really focus on a name. You know? I mean really get a good one. Nevertheless, we'll all be there and for that 35 bucks, not only do you get the free pizza party from BC Pizza. You're getting the paint, you're getting the mask, you're getting the gun, you're getting the field time, you're getting Rick uh, leading the charge in these great games. Uh, refereed. Amazing. Rick, on your market set, going throws the smoke bomb. Everybody takes off like bats out of hell. It's awesome. I will be there. Mike Ball is probably going to be a pussy and not show up. Tarantula Farmer is floating the idea about Eric Zancho podcast paintball jerseys. I know he would buy one. Rick, we got to come up with that too. <coughs> Excuse me. There's a lot of discussion about semen consumption on this show right now. Amanda writes, "Uh, plus, I don't like knowing that there are things alive swimming around. It's gross. What is happening here? All right. I need to tell you to uh the story about probably now we'll go down in history as the most prolific thing that has ever happened in the history of metal music. The story just came out. And um, because a lot of people don't know who Richie Faulkner is, they've kind of glossed over this story, but I am not going to gloss over the story of Richie Faulkner I am going to make it front and center with uh, plenty of attention given to his background, who he is, and why he is the most manly of men in the history of heavy metal. Okay? Richie Faulkner is a 41-year-old lead guitarist for Judas Priest. He is credited by Rob Halford himself as saving the band. Guitar player Glenn Tipton from the band, along with Rob Halford. And if you know this story and you're on the live stream, don't tip it off. Keep it quiet. I'm going to just let me tell it. Again, I'm better than you are. So don't say shit. But this might be my favorite story of the year. Okay. So this guy's just trying to make his way in music. All right. And a uh, great guitar player, by the way. But nobody knows who the fuck he is. They do now. Even when he's with Judas Priest, not a lot of people know who a guy who's only 41, not an original member of Judas Priest playing with the band, but, uh, uh, Tipton and Rob Halford have said, Hey dude, if it had not been for this guy, uh, he saved the band. I mean, these are like Godfathers of metal. Rob Halford's like 70 years old. All Rob Halford has done is maintain his voice and suck dick. Okay. Okay. He's he's gay as hell. In fact, I'm not kidding you. He used to be in a band. Rob Halford, the guy who's lead singer for Judas Priest, the bald guy. He used to be in a band called Fist. Think about that. Uh, on, on British Steel, he had a song called Grinder. So I mean, the the signs are all there. All he's done is had double entendre about getting screwed in the butthole, sucking dick. And, uh, and all sorts of various lascivious, hardcore gay sex activity. Not a damn thing wrong with that. He is loud and proud and gay as shit. And I love him for that. All right. So Rob Halford, uh, back in 2015 or even before that, uh, when they were looking for a new lead guitarist, they're like, holy shit, man. All we got to do is I got to suck some dick, get it in the ass, and get a new guitar player. And he did. He got Richie Faulkner. He credits him. He says, let's face it, to some extent, Richie saved the band. If we hadn't found him at that crucial time that we were looking for a guitar player, things would have turned out quite differently. We would not be touring to this day. And they're still packing arenas. Like 20,000 people line up to see Judas Priest perform. They just were going to play here in West Michigan, but there, I think there was a COVID issue that kept that from happening, I think. Maybe not. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, they're touring right now. Um, so in the early stages of his career, and I'm going to get to the, the, the incredible part. In fact, let me just jump to the incredible part right now. Faulkner appearing on stage at a rock festival. Okay. It's called the louder than life festival in Kentucky. No known heart issues, no concerns about his health, very young and healthy. In fact, he's married to the daughter of legendary guitar player, George Lynch, I bet, I bet you didn't know that. Only only a real metalhead would know who the fuck George Lynch is. Okay, uh, Mariah Lynch is George Lynch's daughter. Uh, I don't think he's married to, her, but he's in a relationship with her. They have a they have a uh, a daughter together, born in July of 2020. And this guy's happening, man. He's at, he's touring with Judas Priest. He's part of the band. He's on stage, and there is video that exists. It's out there. I'll link it up in the show notes of this podcast. He's doing the solo, and the camera is on him, and it's on the arena uh, 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 screen, and he's ripping it up on his flying V guitar, and he's just all up and down, man, and everybody's losing their shit on the song "Painkiller" of all th- of all songs to be performing this on his aorta, which is the largest bl- largest blood vessel in your body. So, like when your heart contracts. The blood comes out of the aorta and goes to your body. It's huge. It's like if you were to measure it across, it's more than an inch across. All right? It ruptures. Not an aneurysm, a ruptured aneurysm. It's It splits. It's a complete fragmentation of the aorta. Um, You have uh, however long it takes your heart to pump the blood out uh, to bleed out. But all the blood's going to stay in your skin, in your chest cavity. This happened while he's performing the solo to Painkiller at the Louder Than Life Festival in Kentucky this past weekend. He's got minutes to live. However, the metal gods had other plans for Richie Faulkner. They said, fuck no. You're not going to die. You're going to live. This guy is no slouch. Okay? He's a fucking legend. In 2015, Richie Faulkner was awarded the Dimebag Daryl Shredder Award by the readers of British magazine Metal Hammer at their annual Metal Hammer Golden Gods Award. That right there is the key. Okay? Had he not won that award... He would have been powerless to defend himself from something that would kill a normal soul. And not only did he finish the fucking solo, he looked around and said, fuck yes, I'm fine. And he finished the show. Oh my God. He's like, ah, something's wrong. But uh, he didn't, he kept it quiet. Listen to this shit. And I, you know, I would play you the video, but all you're going to see is just him shredding on his flying V. Okay. Perfectly, by the way. Um, and it, he doesn't even look anguished. He looks fine. And they, well, you thing is, you're thinking there's, there's got to be some, some fucking goof here, right? Well, this can't be everything that it seems. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a fucking miracle. Uh, Loudwire writes: If he wasn't already uh, a, a guitar metal god, uh, he is now. Not only did Faulkner survive what is normally a uh, fatal rupture of the aorta, but as his heart was spilling blood into his chest cavity, he didn't miss a single note of the solo in Painkiller. He right. He says, "Quote: As I watched the footage from the Louder Than Life festival in Kentucky, I can see in my face the confusion and anguish I was feeling." Whilst playing uh, painkiller. Do I say whilst or whilst? I don't know. Uh, As my aorta ruptured and started to dump my blood into my chest cavity. Faulkner wrote after successful heart surgery. I was having what my physician called an aortic aneurysm. Complete aortic dissection. That means it just went. It just split open. From what I've been told by the surgeons, people with this do not make it to the hospital alive. According to the National Library of Medicine via the Nashville Vein Center, center, only about one in five survive a ruptured aortic aneurysm. Fan shot footage. from Judas Priest, louder than life, set shows the confusion and anguish on Faulkner's face as he shreds. I watch it. I didn't see that. Oops, I just butt dialed Kent, uh, which ended up being Judas Priest's final song of the night. Oh, okay. Well, that does change it a little, I guess. Uh, uh, I thought he like played for another hour or something. Uh, despite his, uh, it still doesn't matter. Despite the aorta literally rupturing on stage, Faulkner absolutely crushed the lengthy solo uh, to one of the most metal songs in history. It says, watch the incredible footage below. All right, hang on a second here. Richie Faulkner. Destroying the solo, apparently. All right, let me bump ahead. There's Rob. There he is. He's pointing at dude saying, yeah, your dick's getting sucked. Your dick's getting sucked. There's one dude. That is not. Is that it? No, there you go. This is the guy right here. This image of him. He's killing the solo. Oh, my God. I can't play it for you right now. More dick. More dick. There he is. All while this is happening, as he is dominating this solo. Heart. Help me! Help me! Meanwhile, uh, fucking Halford's left the stage. His asshole is full of dick, maybe two. Faulkner keeps crushing it. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, he does this every show. He goes and gets dick. But, but by the way, my my chest is hurting. Halford comes back. He looks great, by the way. Halford, you love that, man. All metalled up. Full beard, full leather to hide the fat. Faulkner finishing the show. Look it. He's even whipping his hair. Look at this. Hands up over his head. He's just finished it. His aorta is in pieces now. The show must go on. The fans are happy. That is... That has to be the most metal moment in the history of metal. My God. Absolutely incredible. Wow. Adam writes, ruptured aortas are no joke. My cousin had one last week. Is he still with us? Holy shit. Chris writes, my chest is filling with blood. Oh, well. I'll rip this solo out for a minute. TK describes him as a member of the um, uh, of the undead. Ugh. Adam's cousin is okay. Incredible. Wilst is what I say. Mm mm mm. All right, there you go. I couldn't wait to share that story of Richie Faulkner. You will never forget the name Richie Faulkner. Where were you when you heard about this metal legend and his aorta shredding like Rob Halford's asshole backstage leaking blood into his chest whilst he crushed the solo to painkiller. Oh, All right. Folks, we've got the asshole of the day coming up. Before I leave you, though, just remember, Gun School is coming up with the legend, retired U.S. Army Major Steve Prince. Okay? It's time to be a sheepdog and not a sheep. What do you mean by that, Zane? Well, you see, people on Facebook, people like Dirk, refer to people who get the shot. As the sheep. Okay. That's, that's horrible. Okay. That's a horrible, horrible thing to say about someone. However, if you call somebody a sheep dog, that's a good thing. You're the type that runs toward the danger. What are you going to do? If you're at the mall and some lunatic decides to shoot up the joint. Well, you're a sheep dog. So you're going to pull out your pistol that's concealed because you've taken the class from Prince Arming, and you're going to shoot that fucker in the face and save everybody's life. You think, ah, that can't happen. Really? Oh, really? It can't happen? Really? Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I wouldn't leave it to chance, and you shouldn't either. Okay? Not everybody thinks like a sheepdog. Though they should. This world would be a lot better off if, uh, uh, civically minded people were armed appropriately and ready to use their firearm in a timely manner after they've completed all their education. All right. I'm not talking about running around like a rootin' tootin' cowboy, shooting them into the air randomly. Take the class. The next class starts on Tuesday, October 12th at Groff Shop Hardware. Uh, I don't even know where the fuck that is. With, uh, Steve Prince. Okay, Uh, go to PrinceArming.com or PrinceArming on Facebook. There's a link to it on my website, EricZaneShow.com. And sign up for the class. The class is going to cost you $125. This is a two-day class, four hours on um, October 12th, and then four hours on October 14th, Tuesday, Thursday. October 12th, coincidentally, also the day that I get out of Facebook jail. Don't know why that popped into my brain. Anyway, Uh, class cost you 125 reach out to prince armin you can also call or text steve prince at 616-204-1705 the mario flores lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage jesus i can't talk i sound like joe biden charging stations
0: parenthetically when you build a charging station it's like back in the day with my
1: let me try that again the mario flores lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage uh, every time I talk about this, I remind some of you that you need to reach out to him. I am uh, specifically referencing you people. You people sound like Ross Perot. You people who think that you cannot get a mortgage. Or um, you're like, ah, my credit's in the dumpster. Or I have no credit. Uh, yeah, no offense, but you kind of don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And even if that's true, Mario can give you some sage advice about how you turn this around. Because let's say you're 21 years old and you have no credit. I don't have any credit, I'm not even on the grid. Okay, great. How do you get on the grid? Well, first of all, just call Mario and he'll handle everything. Okay, I would trust this guy with anything when it comes to a mortgage. Uh, It doesn't matter if you have an 800 800 credit score or a 510 credit score. And that's a very real possibility. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Anywhere in the U.S., the only exception is Alaska, Hawaii, South Carolina, and Maine. And if you're in those states, he has people in those states that can help you. So, in a way, he can help you in that regard. Mario's the man. Get pre-approved for a mortgage today. 231-332-6505. Mention me. Yesterday on the show, the asshole of the day was a pedophile teacher. Who is the asshole of the day today? Who could it be? Twitch was breached. Long-winded show member, uh, audience members and friends taking too long to tell stories. We talked about Richie Faulkner with the most metal thing ever. Urban Meyer in the Diddle fest. That story, that plot thickens. We talked to Kyle about a number of things. Usually the thing that sticks in my mind the longest at this point in the show turns out to be the asshole of the day. Sometimes I'm lashing out on the asshole of the day about who it could be with my indictments of people. Bossy zaniacs are the assholes of the day who, oh, yeah, hey, you know, I don't like stuff. I don't like things you're doing. Here's my advice. Yeah, do I tell you how to make the fucking fries? Do I sit there in your household and tell you you're doing shit wrong? No, no, I don't. Well, I guess maybe I would. Yep. Absolutely. You all suck. I have come too far doing what I have been doing every single day to put up with you pains in the ass telling me, oh, I'm so mad I'm so mad. So mad, little mad. <laughs> X-A, X-A, X-A. Don't do don't what I do I don't what like. What I don't like.
0: <laughs> Shut up Shut up,
1: Shut up. <sighs> Everybody's telling me to check my email. I don't see anything. Yeah. You know what? Shut up. Don't tell me to check my email. I'll get to it when I get to it. Thank you for being here, though. All right. Got that off my chest. That felt damn good back on the patreon yeah hold on let me say something if there is a request by kenny to check email no never in my life have i looked at one of your stupid fucking emails and thought this was worth it so quit telling me to check my fucking email i'll get to it when i get to it you stupid fuck holy shit yeah if i hate your comments in real time why the fuck would i want to even read your fucking emails shut up for fuck's sake no Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye.